Hi, this is Jeremiah Griever, and welcome to another episode of the podcast series, What Does the Bible Say About Blank? The podcast series from the First Baptist Church of Sedalia, where we consider the different aspects of what the Bible has to say concerning a variety of aspects of life. And here at the beginning of this episode, I just want to mention a couple of things as we jump into this topic. Uh, this particular episode is, I think, an important one because it's such a big topic. And so what we're going to be doing is this is going to be a two-part episode. We're going to have part one, which is going to be talking about what are we talking about with this topic of AI? What does the Bible say about AI? We're going to just have to talk about just what is that? And then the second part, the episode that will come later, will be more specific to what does the Bible actually say about this big, important, evolving topic known as AI or artificial intelligence. And again, this is a reminder for us as we're beginning this big topic that the reason why we're doing this podcast series is because we're trying to show that the Bible really does speak into every issue of life. And so a year ago, something like artificial intelligence, AI, chat GPT, the things that we're going to talk about today, it honestly wasn't anywhere on my radar. I didn't know much about it, didn't really know anything about it. But now as technology advances and innovations continue forward, uh, that presents challenges for us as Christians to constantly be asking, how does the Bible talk about something that maybe literally is not in the Bible, the specific words are not found in the Bible, but the principles of application and the theological understanding are. And so as a reminder, this whole podcast series is desiring and put together for the intended purpose of helping Christians think biblically. We want to know how does the Bible go into every aspect of life and how can we develop a biblical Christian worldview relating to the issues of life. And so with that being said, our topic this today is what does the Bible say about AI, this idea of artificial intelligence? And so in order to talk about what the Bible has to say about artificial intelligence, here in the first half of this topic, we need to just talk about what exactly is artificial intelligence. We need to be reminded that when we're talking about issues, we need to make sure that we define the terms because we need to make sure that we're talking about the same thing. And so to make sure that we're all on the same page of what artificial intelligence or AI is, let's begin by just describing what is AI. So AI is the acronym for artificial intelligence, and the Encyclopedia Britannica gives us a definition of what this looks like. And so I'm quoting the Encyclopedia Britannica now when it says this, quote, the ability of a digital computer or computer-controlled robot to perform tasks commonly associated with intelligent beings. So here we have some important distinctions or, or aspects of the definition. It's something that is intelligent. We'll see that in just a moment. And it's something that's either computer or robotics. Now, computer and robotics are not anything new. Uh, since the 1940s especially, we've had robotical things talked about in, in mechanical works and all sorts of different types of industries. You can think about the car manufacturing industry, for instance, that has an assembly line and has robotic arms that are putting doors on cars and putting things together. That is not new. That's been going on for multiple generations now. The key is not computer or robotics. The key distinction of what AI is that we're now talking about is that part of the definition that I referenced just briefly, and that is intelligence. What exactly are we talking about when we talk about intelligence that is 
artificial. And this is the key distinction that we need to make. So when we're talking about intelligence, this is what we're talking about. We are talking about something, a robotics or computer, whatever it might be, that can do this. It can learn, it can reason, it can solve problems, it can have perception, and it can use language. Now, once again, Those things are not new. A calculator can solve a problem. It can solve a mathematical problem. Uh, We have uh, Google Translate that's been around for a while of being able to translate one language to another. But this is what's going on now with artificial intelligence or, again, AI. AI can do all of those things. It can learn, it can reason, it can solve problems, it can be perceptive, and it can use language. And this is something that is now new, at least now here in 2023, in a way that we have never seen before. AI is now able to do all of the aspects of intelligence that we have commonly associated solely with humans, now associated with computers and robotics. So we need to, now that we've considered what AI is, and this This idea of intelligence, perhaps it would be helpful for us to consider what can AI do? And if you haven't been keeping track of AI and the various aspects of AI, you might be surprised to see what all AI is capable of doing. Probably the most famous example of AI that's come out recently is what I referenced earlier, ChatGPT. ChatGPT was developed by OpenAI and was released in November 2022. So we're in May 2023. And so this is about a five, six month old thing that has now been developed. And and what we're talking about with ChatGPT is it is a conversational AI that can answer questions, it can fix problems, and it can write papers and projects among a variety of other things that we just don't even yet fully know exactly what it's able to do. You can already hear the intelligence factor that's going on here with ChatGPT. In one sense, this AI ability is limitless, and and it's amazing all of the aspects that ChatGPT AI is now covering. I just have a small listing of what it looks like that ChatGPT can do. Just listen to what the recent AI uh, things and innovations are able to do. Number one, they can write school assignments. I was recently talking with someone about how as a professor, it's next to impossible for me to know what's original to my students and what is something that's been written by chat GPT. It's just something that is original, not to another human, but something that's original to a computer. I can't know if what where that's come from, whether it's come from the student or ChatGPT. ChatGPTs can also write screenplays. Uh, if you haven't been following the news, the Writers Guild is currently on a strike right now because of AI, and the fear for the writers in Hollywood and other and industries are concerned that the writers are going to be replaced. The screenwriters are going to be replaced by chat, GPT, and AI. The same thing is happening now in music. And when we're talking about chat, GPT with music, we're not just talking about lyrics. We're talking about creating music. I watched a a video of a, a musician who was talking about how chat, GPT, and AI is now able to develop music 
all on its own, the instrumentalist, the writing, etc., and make it sound like Drake or Taylor Swift or some other uh, some other musician. It's amazing what AI is able to do. AI can now write art. One of my famous, uh, one of my favorite classical channels that I listen to on YouTube of classical music is AI art that's looking at the composers and has drawn art of the composers. It's not describing art. It's literally developed art that then I can see as I'm listening to these classical music songs. AI can now give financial advice. I don't know that I would say that it's good financial advice, but it can give financial advice. AI, chat GPT, can write speeches, can write sermons, and it can write lesson plans. These are just a few examples of some of the many things that AI is now able to do. And as I was reading through different news articles and people's projections of what AI can do and will be able to do, there were some a variety of jobs that people were saying very soon are going to be replaced by AI. I don't know if this is true or not, but at least what some are projecting to say that AI is soon going to be replacing customer service representatives, receptionists, accountants, proofreaders, translators, and delivery people. And there were many other jobs that I left out, but that's just a small smattering of the jobs that could be replaced by artificial intelligence. And for me personally, I'm very interested in seeing what's going to happen for those who get their preaching sermons from televangelists or those simply online. It's fascinating to me to me to think that if someone is used to hearing sermons not from a real life setting of going to a church building, then what will it matter if it's a real life person on their television screen or if it's just an AI created person who's preaching a sermon and it's not really real? In one sense, if you're not there in person, does it really matter if the preacher is real or if it's just a figment of artificial intelligence? It's a fascinating world that we're entering into, and we're entering into it very, very quickly. So the truth is, we just really don't know what AI will eventually be able to do. The World Economic Forum estimates, whether right or wrong, it estimates that by 2025, AI will have replaced 85 million, that's 85 million jobs worldwide because of AI, of what it's able to do and what they expect soon it will be able to do. We need to say, as we're explaining what artificial intelligence is and what it's capable of doing or what it's expected to be capable of doing, there is good and there is bad. There is good in the sense that it's going to make jobs a lot safer. It's good in the sense that those who have been doing things that maybe others don't want to do or don't have to do, now AI is able to do those things for them. It's good to have good innovation, as we'll see in the second part of this episode of this podcast, that it's good when we can innovate and make things better and more efficient as good stewards of what God has entrusted to us. But there's also a potential for bad of taking away jobs, to be used for ungodly and wicked purposes, to have something that doesn't have any legislated oversight over it. There's both potential for good and there's both potential for bad. And so that then takes me to one final thing that we need to say about AI and understanding what artificial intelligence is before then we get to the idea of what does the Bible have to say about AI, and that is the concerns. What are our concerns? 
concerns or what concerns ought we to have for artificial intelligence? And I've already mentioned one or two of these, but here's five concerns that we might have as Christians about artificial intelligence and what it might eventually be able to do. And the number one is job replacement. Uh, And again, if the World Economic Forum is saying that 85 million jobs will be taken away from humans and then done by computers or robotics just in simply two years, well, that develops a significant economic crisis. Whether that happens or not, there are concerns about jobs being replaced. There is secondly concerns about intelligence ambiguity. And here's what we mean by this. What then does it mean to be human? I think the key here with artificial intelligence is exactly what we said at the beginning of this episode. What do we mean when we say intelligence? Because if we strip intelligence just down to being able to do something, then what's going to say that something of a computer that's able to cognitively do more than, say, a human who doesn't have high cognitive skills, well, who is more than intelligence? Whose life has more meaning? The artificial intelligence or the lower cognitive human? I think that this should be a concern going forward with AI. Number three is very closely aligned, and that is ethical concerns. Who has rights? Are we going to see a day, and I'm not trying to be futuristic or sci-fi when I say, are we going to see a day when AI starts to have their own rights? I think that's something that we need to be concerned about. Is artificial intelligence going to have the same rights as human humans? Again, if, if so, why? And if not, why? These are ethical considerations that we're going to have to be considering going forward, especially the more that AI does. Number four. I think that we should have some concerns about power. Who has power over artificial intelligence? And again, we're at the beginning stages of this new explosion of artificial intelligence. And so what artificial intelligence AI will be at the end of 2023 and 2024 and 2025 is going to be vastly different than what I'm understanding it to be right now. But right now, I think a concern that we ought to have is, Who's feeding information into AI? How are they learning? Are they learning from wicked sources or from good sources? Sources that lead to someone having power or power being distributed evenly? I think we have to ask the question of the power dynamics. Who is over AI and who influences them rather than others. And then number five, the fifth and final concern that we need to have, I think, with artificial intelligence, AI, is moral ambiguity. And again, I'm not trying to get into movies that we've seen in Hollywood, but but what moral guidelines are AI going to have? Uh, is it a morally neutral investment of innovation, or is there going to be leaning towards right, good, or wicked to the left? We just need to understand what's going to determine that. If AI is a growing intelligent thing, then we need to ask the question, is there going to be moral guidelines given to AI? And if so, Who's going to be giving that? So as we begin this topic about artificial intelligence, it's one of these topics that requires considerable understanding and explanation because when we get to what the Bible says about AI, it's not something that we're going to see literally the words artificial intelligence in the Bible, but we are going to see principles that apply to these concerns, whether ethically, morally, or otherwise, and then we can see as Christians how we ought to respond 
Friends, I thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you join us for part two of our topic, What Does the Bible Say About AI? We'll look forward to seeing you in the next episode where we consider specifically what the Bible has to say about AI. We'll see you then.